G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Ron Ross is our Middle East correspondent. He's joining me on the phone once again. Hi, Ron. Good morning. Well, we saw the Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu address a pro-Israel lobby last night. Of course, that's ahead of his speech to the US Congress tomorrow. Yeah, what a, an anticipated speech that will be. Uh, some are comparing it to the Winston Churchill speeches of World War II. Uh, he went out of his way last night at APEC uh, to say that he wasn't trying to embarrass anyone by accepting the invitation to speak uh, to Congress tomorrow. Now, uh, it's expected the gallery will be chockers. Uh, there apparently will be standing room only, if that's permissible. Uh, while some of the Democrat uh, people are saying that they'll boycott the meeting, uh, I don't think that will fare them very well in the public eye. But uh, there's a grave concern that John Kerry addressed last night uh, that uh, Netanyahu may indeed reveal some facts about the negotiating uh, details with Iran uh, and we know that the U.S. has now stopped uh, sending the uh, details to Israel, and they're quite concerned that he may uh, expose some of the uh, issues that could affect the negotiations. But uh, I think he's a wily uh, a politician, he's a statesman, and his major concern is that the Iranian effort is brought to a halt uh, mainly to protect Israel's future. Well, that's right. And on that score, Iran has demanded that all sanctions must go if any nuclear deal with the US is to proceed. Yes, and the uh, a comp- comprehensive agreement on Iran's nuclear program will require a swift end to all the sanctions against the country, uh, they've said. One of their spoke- spokesmen, Zarif, he said if they want an agreement, all sanctions must go. His comments suggest the deal with Iran is far from completed and the P5 plus 1 have got work on their hands, but I think most of us would agree uh, we'll be happy for a non-agreement. Yes, and of course Hamas isn't backing down from its pledge to wipe Israel off the map, are they? They're saying that they're now working to double their weaponry in preparation for a future war with Israel. Yeah, it's quite unusual. A senior commander of the Hamas military wing uh, on Monday said that while his organisation has no interest in fighting Israel at the moment, the Gaza-based Islamist group wants to double its arsenal of rockets and missiles in anticipation of the next round of fighting, which he suggested might be sometime next year. Uh, that that would be a, a concern for Israel. And... Uh, one that they'll be watching very carefully. All right, let's turn to a story coming out of Iraq now. I think I read something about this on the web earlier in the week um, regarding a Christian self-styled revolutionary that's training, as he puts it, an army of Christians in Iraq. Yeah, his name is Matthew Van Dyke and he's an award-winning documentary filmmaker. 
who escaped a Libyan prison after going there to help overthrow uh, Colonel Gaddafi in 2011. And he's helping to train hundreds of uh, long-term persecuted Assyrian Christians in everything to do with combat. He says that the Christians are fleeing the country uh, because the world is taking no interest in defending them. And so he's gone there to try and create an army that will at least have a chance to defend itself. Any word on how that's going? Yeah, the first group of graduates came out last week. Uh, We're hoping that he's not pie in the sky. He founded the security contract firm Sons of Liberty, uh, which is called Soli, is working with an unnamed U.S. military veteran to get the Christian conscripts who range in age from 18 to 60 ready to take on the black-clad army of ISIS. And uh, so far, he he pointed out that Iraq's Christian population numbered 1.5 million in 2004 and is dwindling fast. He said the international system has failed Christian communities around the world, and he said that uh, he was going to do all he can to help them fight. He said they are down to less than 400,000 now. Well, that's right, and we're forever reading stories about how they are either being slaughtered or being forced to flee, as the situation is here. He said they need to demonstrate that they can maintain and be responsible for their own security to even encourage them to stay Within a couple of generations, he warned, there won't be any Christians left in Iraq. This is their last chance. All right, let's turn to the elections now in Israel. They're coming up uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, they're coming up on March 17, and uh, some Israeli Christians are using the race as an opportunity to draw more attention to the Christian community. Uh, One of the spokesmen, Shadi Kalul, said, we as Christians want to live here together with the Jews. We have our own issues and needs, and without any uh, connection uh, to the Arab parties, we want to stand as uh, an independent minority group, and that's what they're going to do. He said, we say to the voters and to the elected, we are deeply concerned about justice, peace and equality in the country. We care about the human being, whoever he or she is. We promote the mutual acceptance of one and all, facilitating life in justice, peace and tranquility, prosperity and solidarity. And so uh, be very interesting to watch their progress uh, during the election campaign. All right. Now, speaking of caring for the human being, I see Israeli doctors are doing some wonderful work at the moment. Oh, they always do. They're, They're my heroes. They... They uh, treat uh, all kinds of enemies who come in, uh, Palestinians and all kinds of people, because their fight is for life. Uh, But a refugee is running out of time and options for a very little baby. Aramaic speaker Lena hopes her prayers will be answered in Jerusalem. During the summer of 2014, it was a tense time uh, for residents in northwestern Iraq, and uh, there were many people wounded, and one of the children in grave danger uh, was this little baby, uh, who is now finding herself in the hands of the Israeli doctors, and they're working furiously uh, to bring it to good health. Let's hope all that goes well. That is Ron Ross, our Middle East correspondent. Ron, we'll talk again soon. Thank you very much.
Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.